0: Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. My name is Yannick Peterschmidt, and I'm leading the enablement team for SAP S4HANA based in Waldorf, Germany. Today's episode will be the third of a three-part series in which we focus on the key topic for an SAP S4HANA system conversion. In the previous two episodes, we talked about best practices to transfer your financial data and the key activities from logistics, including CVI, MRP, and output management. For today's episode, we'll be discussing the key technical aspects of the system conversion. And I'm joined today by Gilbert Wong, who is part of the RIG, the Regional Implementation Group, to talk about exactly that. So warm welcome, Gilbert. Thank you, Janik. Uh, thanks for having me on today. OK, Gilbert, let's start, as always, with a little personal touch. Can
1: you please tell us um, a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so just a brief introduction about myself. So I've been with SAP 23 plus years now, and I'm based out of Southern California in North America. As you mentioned, uh, I'm currently uh, one of the product experts with the SAP Regional Implementation Group. I've uh, been with the group for the past four years. Uh, My specific area of focus centers around the SAP S4 HANA technology, so mainly uh, concentrating on various technical topics uh, such as system conversions, new greenfield implementations, Fiori activation, custom code remediation, and basically anything on the technology side of the house. Okay, thanks. And I need to tell you a little secret, Gilbert, I think the the Ray colleagues are one of my
0: uh, preferred um, interviewee for the podcast, because they're really, really hands on. Before we go really deeper, um, can you tell us uh, one thing or two um, that few people know about you?
1: Sure. Um, so, yeah, i actually been uh, training for the past couple of years um, in Gojo Rio Karate and currently uh, have a second degree uh, black belt. Um, I also, you know, enjoy any and all act- outdoor activities, uh, including hiking, running. Um, now I've picked up golfing and, um, playing basketball whenever I have the chance. Very cool. Impressive. You made it to black belt with karate. I made
0: it on the black to for, for judo, but maybe I'm a bit too old now for that stuff. So thanks for sharing. Let, let us begin with a quick overview. What are we going to discuss today
1: Gilbert? Sure, so uh, for today's topic, um, I'll be covering the, the high-level activities uh, required for, for an SAP S4 HANA system conversion. So before we begin, uh, let me take a minute and describe the system conversion process. So with a, a system conversion, you, you convert your, your entire uh, SAP ERP system into a new SAP S4 HANA system. This includes all your transactional master data, configuration, uh, custom code, and uh, converting it to the, the latest SAP S4 HANA system with the, the new uh, data model simplification. The uh, system conversion is a one-step procedure with a single downtime. So once you've uh, completed this and you're on the new platform, uh, you can add new innovations at your own speed, including you know new SAP S4 HANA functionality, um, SAP Fiori, or even machine learning. Okay, so the latest and greatest technologies, so to say. That sounds good, but
0: what are really the prerequisites, the, the, the basic technical requirements for a customer to begin
1: their system conversion to SAP S4HANA? Sure, so, so before uh, we start, you know, we need to make sure that the customer's uh, ECC system um, meets certain technical requirements. Right? So first, um, customer source system must already be on SAP ECC 6 on any enhancement package. Um, the ECC system must already be converted to Unicode, so if they are not on Unicode, uh, they'll need a separate project to do that Unicode conversion first before they can do a system conversion. Um, then the, the ECC system must also be a single-stack ABAP only, so if they do have a, a dual-stack uh, configuration, meaning um, ABAP in Java, they'll need to split that into a single-stack ABAP before they can start the system conversion. And uh, finally, um, if, if the customer is already uh, on suite on HANA, meaning that their, their ECC is running on the HANA database, it first must be upgraded to HANA 2.0 from HANA 1.0. Okay, these are
0: pretty straightforward prerequisites. Now that we have listed them out, what do you recommend the
1: customers to do before they start the project? Sure, so, so preparation is a uh, you know, key factor for any successful conversion project. So we uh, at SAP, we do offer uh, multiple tools uh, that you can use and run today to start planning for your SAP S4 HANA system conversion project. Uh, First, we have the uh, SAP Transformation Navigator. So the Transformation Navigator is a free web-based tool that provides a customer with a 2B landscape based on SAP's uh, future roadmap. Uh, the tool helps uh, customers map capabilities to the products and help uh, them drive a business case. So this was uh, first introduced in 2017 um, to to help guide and assist customers plan and define their product uh, transformation roadmap to to help uh, them meet their business and IT strategy. So it is a, a collaborative tool to to simplify the uh, process of creating a, a product roadmap. A most recommended
0: tool indeed i really remember the the, the picture seeing the project team um, as the tool as you might remember uh, gilbert was um uh, awarded at the sap when it, it was launched where can customer check for more detailed information in, uh, along the product roadmap on s4hana and actually get support for the migration
1: yeah so so that would be um you know, you know the central tool for this would be the uh, sap roadmap viewer so with, with this, uh, you can ask, access uh, product-specific roadmaps for implementing SAP S4 HANA and other SAP products. Um, so it is a cloud-based tool which uh, provides transition roadmaps for both um, SAP S4 HANA on-premise and cloud offerings. Um, this, uh, the roadmap is actually intended to guide uh, the implementation team through the uh, transition to SAP S4 HANA Uh, This uh, roadmap is comprised of phases, deliverables, and tasks in accordance uh, with the SAP Activate methodology and uh, covers all implementation scenarios. Um, In addition, accelerators um, are linked to the relevant deliverables and tasks, uh, making them easy to consume uh, when they are needed. Um. You'll, you'll also find like high-level project plans and various SAP service offerings provided uh, by SAP services and support. Hmm. I, I'd hope you would mention this one. The roadmap viewers
0: is indeed a key tool in conjunction with the SAP Activate methodology.
1: What is then the next step? So we do offer another tool, uh, the Readiness Check 2.0. It's uh, another free web-based tool um, that is pretty much the first essential step to an SAP S4 HANA conversion. Uh, So this tool helps uh, customers, um, they understand what the impacts will be when you move uh, to SAP S4 HANA from a functional, technical, uh, user experience and infrastructure perspective. Uh, This tool flags, um, you know, any big outliers in terms of uh, dependencies. Um, So the readiness check is uh, executed in your SAP ERP production system. Uh, You run a couple reports, you you compress the analysis uh, results, and they are then uploaded into the uh, readiness check uh, cloud dashboard. Um, The readiness check will then uh, give you uh, an overview of the most uh, important aspects and potential requirements uh, for a system conversion. And and finally, we uh, we also offer the uh, Simplification Item Catalog. Um, Simplification Item Catalog is a a central place where where you will find the latest uh, uh, simplification items for uh, an SAP S4 HANA system.
0: Hmm. Okay, so Transformation Navigator, then we go to the SAP Roadmap Viewer, the Readiness Check, and simplification item catalog that we launched as a simplification list, I think, in 2015. So now we have a green check beside all the prerequisites. What are the next steps then to start with the conversion per se? Uh, how many phases are there? Can you guide
1: us through those? Sure. So um, there are actually two main phases uh, in a system conversion to S4 HANA, right? So the first one is the preparation phase and the second one is the realization phase. So inside the uh, preparation phase, this is where you'll start preparing and checking the readiness of your system to move to SAP S4 HANA. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, um, you'll need to validate if your source system meets the minimum uh, system requirements for a system conversion. In the preparation phase, your basis team will run a maintenance planner to generate the stack XML file and uh, that's where they'll they'll download the uh, software archives for your target um, SAP S4 HANA system. Uh, Then you'll run your simplification pre-checks on your ECC uh, source system. Uh, This uh, will check your system from a functional perspective to ensure that it's ready to migrate. And finally, for custom code, uh, you'll need to set up and run the ABAP test cockpit or ATC. To scan your custom code to see if it works in the uh, new SAP S/4HANA landscape. Okay, and when does the technical conversion really start? Um, so um, the next phase would be the realization phase. Um, this is where the actual technical conversion starts, right? So the the system conversion to S/4HANA uh, uses the Sum DMO uh, software update manager uh, with the data migration option. Tool to perform the database migration and software upgrade to the latest SAP S/4HANA release. Uh, it will also migrate your database to SAP HANA DB if you're already not running um, HANA database yet, and it will also convert you to the new uh, data models.
0: Do you have a kind of checklist of uh, checklist? Sorry, of what needs to be done um, after the conversion of the SAP S/4HANA system? What's what's really needs to be done? post-conversion?
1: Sure. So after um, you completed a successful system conversion with some DMO, um, you'll go through the standard post-upgrade steps um, that uh, will need to be performed on your system. You know, example, like uh, setting up backups, uh, so that they need to be set up and configured. Uh, You'll need to run through a transaction SPOW to adjust uh, your repository objects um so most uh, SPAL objects can be reset to SAP standard but um you can work with your developers you know to make those necessary adjustments um from a finance uh, migration perspective uh like uh sheldon mentioned um in the first series uh the finance team will go through the process of migrating the finance uh, data to the new uh data model uh, the AC um and then Finally, you'll you'll need to adapt your custom code to ensure that it works in the new SAP S/4HANA system. Actually, another important step is to make sure you schedule your SGen to generate and compile your your SAP ABAP repository objects. So when users log in, uh, they're not um, you know generating when they first log in.
0: You just said users. Let's let's talk about users actually. Um, they will have a completely different access, possibly on SAP transactions, and with a completely new paradigm with SAP Fiori. And does Fiori activate automatically?
1: Uh, good, good question. So, so the answer is no. Um, so you'll need to still manually activate SAP Fiori after your system conversion is complete. Uh, we we did, however, develop new um, SAP Rapid activation procedures that will utilize transaction STC01 templates to streamline the activation and setup process. So with the, the new SAP rapid activation procedure, you can now activate Fury in days instead of weeks or even months. Um, so also note that um, the new deployment model for SAP S4 HANA is now the embedded deployment. Uh, meaning that um, SAP FURY UI components will now be deployed with the back-end SAP uh, HANA system. The beauty
0: of an EC system is is that it's coming with end-to-end processes as well as a toolbox. You can really make it your own. We call that the custom code. What about the custom code in a new environment? Can it be adopted in the SAP S4HANA system?
1: Yes. um, So for custom code remediation, um, you know, we need to make sure that custom code developed in your SAP ERP system will work in the new SAP S4 HANA landscape. Um, So customers typically have years of investment in custom code. And since there's uh, significant changes within SAP S4 HANA simplification and data model, a lot of the uh, custom uh, code from the ERP system will not work out of the box uh, in the new S4HANA system. Uh, for instance, um, you know, certain functionalities in SAP S4HANA will not be available anymore, or, or function modules are, are deprecated, or you know, data models or data types have changed, or even uh, you might have database-specific code in your, your custom uh, programs. Okay, let's dig a little bit into that and, and pause for a second. What are the specific
0: steps customers need to take to ensure that the custom code works in SPS for HANA?
1: Sure. So before starting your custom code remediation, we do recommend um, you know, the following, right? To to get an inventory of your custom code. So step one, um, you know, get transparency of the actual custom code that that you're actually using in your system. So to accomplish this, uh, we recommend getting the the, uh, usage data of the custom code that is actually used in your productive system, right? So we have two transaction, scmon and susg. Uh, So transaction scmon uh, will monitor uh, usage of your custom code via the ABAP call monitor. Uh, Then we, we have transaction susg that will aggregate the usage data from your production system. Um, so step two, once you've identified uh, the custom code usage, um, then you, you can remove the custom code uh, that that's no longer uh, needed in your system. Um, and then um, step three, you wanna a- analyze the impact and, and, and create a uh, plan for it. And step four, right? Um, this is where you wanna set up the ABAP test cockpit um, get it configured, um, import the simplification database, and then uh, run the ATC uh, r- jobs, and then um, perform the remediation of the custom code.
0: Sounds like a plan. Uh, let me try to summarize all that. And thankfully, I have a few notes in front of me. So there are several recommended technical activities that can be performed to prepare the ECC system for an S4HANA conversion. Right? What I get is, before starting any s 4 system conversion project, you can start reviewing the technical prerequisites, uh, as as you told us, to ensure the system is at the supported source releases, uh, like ECC6, not on any enhancement package. Uh, It has to be Unicode enabled. Uh, It has to be on a single stack ABAP only. You told us that there are some tools available to assist in the planning, like the SAP Transformation Navigator, called internear as the TransNav tool, the ACP roadmap viewer, and you mentioned the readiness check 2.0. And then when you're ready to start the system conversion, you will run through the preparation phase and the realization phase of the technical conversion steps. This one will be then followed by a post system conversion steps, including the most wanted Fiori activation, because I think that's what's been promised to the end users as part of the value of the migration, the simplification, to of access to the program, to the to the transaction. Sorry, um, and and the custom code remediation, because that's um, kind of the holy grail for many many customers. What to do with the custom code is, is it still needed at all? If something's needed, will it work one to one, or do we need to do some changes based on the new data model? And at last point, once the conversion is done, the finance conversion, SAP Fiori activation and custom code has been adopted. You're now ready to hand over the
1: system to the end user for the use. Was it a good recap? Yes, so great summary, uh, Yannick. Uh, that pretty much sums it up nicely. Um, so before we close, um, I actually want to remind everyone about the uh, 10 Steps to S4 HANA workshop. Um, I, I believe our colleagues uh, Sheldon and Sounder has uh, provided some details in our previous uh, episodes. So if if you are interested, um, they can reach out uh, to their SAP account team.
0: They did mention that, but it's important enough to mention it again. Thanks a lot, Gilbert. Uh, with that, we're closing up very nicely a series of three podcast episodes. We will definitely put the link into the description, so we make sure that people can connect the dots. Thanks a lot for being with us today, for sharing your insights. And again, uh, closing nicely uh, this mini series run with the Regional Implementation Group was really a pleasure for me. As always, if you all enjoyed today's discussion and would like to learn more, then stay tuned for the next episode. Feel free to drop us an email via InsideS4 at SAP.com and let us know anytime which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time, and always be inside ACPS for HANA. Bye-bye.